The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 13th chapter. Luke writes, At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to him, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I finish my course. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish away from Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. Behold, your house is forsaken, and I tell you, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, dear saints, it is interesting scene that we have here in our gospel readings for today, where the Pharisees, they tell Jesus to leave because Herod seeks to kill him. It's Interesting because why would the Pharisees bring this warning to Jesus? What is their intention with giving this news to Jesus? Are they sincere in their concern for Jesus or are they just using Herod as an excuse to get Jesus to leave their area? Jesus is in the region of Galilee preaching and Teaching, And this is where he has called together his disciples, where he's healed the sick and where he's cast out many demons. Jesus has attracted large crowds and he's drawn a lot of attention. Along the way, there were those opposed to his ministry, which include the Pharisees. And Jesus exposed the Pharisees for their hypocrisy of wanting to look good and pious and liking to be seen as keepers of the law, as keepers of the commandments. You see, the Pharisees, they were always watching Jesus so that they might find a reason to accuse him. In Luke 6, when Jesus was teaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath, there was a man whose right hand was withered. Jesus could tell that the scribes and the Pharisees were watching him closely. But he said to the man with the withered hand, get up and come forward. Then Jesus, he says to the scribes and the Pharisees, I ask you, is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, 
to save her life or to destroy it. Jesus, he then says to this man, stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. But the scribes and the Pharisees, were, they were filled with rage and discussed together what they might do to this Jesus of Nazareth. But now, now these Pharisees, they tell Jesus, Herod wants to kill you. Did Herod really want to kill Jesus or were the Pharisees just saying this to try and scare Jesus off and get him to leave their region? Whatever their intention, Jesus is not going to be scared into leaving. It is urgent for him that he finishes his work there in Galilee and head off to Jerusalem. He must finish this work that he came to do. Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I finish my course. And once he has finished his work there, Jesus will leave and continue his mission with his face set on Jerusalem. He makes it clear where he is heading. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the day following, and it cannot be that a prophet should perish away from Jerusalem. Did you notice what Jesus said there? A prophet should not perish away from Jerusalem. You see, Jesus already knew what awaited him in Jerusalem. He knew that when he got there, that he would be captured. He would be killed. But it wouldn't be Herod who finds him guilty to be put to death. But it would be the Pharisees who incite the crowd to call out, crucify him. Jesus set his face on Jerusalem knowing that rejection and suffering and death await him there. He is determined. There's no stopping him or diverting him from finishing his mission. But but why? Why is our Jesus doing this? Why is he so determined, knowing what awaits him in Jerusalem? Well, there's two reasons. First, Jesus, he came to do the will of his father. Jesus knows his father's will is for the salvation of the world. And secondly, Jesus, well, he's doing this for us. We all have sins that need to be atoned for. And we can't do what is required to atone for them ourselves. But Jesus can, and he does. The blood that he sheds on the cross for us is the only thing that can pay the debt of our sins. Therefore, this mission that Jesus is on is also our salvation. 
It is what we confess for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven. Jesus finishes up his work in Galilee and he set his face on Jerusalem and there's no stopping him until he accomplishes what he came down from heaven to do. Now, while this text shows Jesus on this urgent mission, it also shows what this mission is all about. And we can almost hear the compassionate plea in his voice as his heart aches for the city that will reject and kill him. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings and you would not. Behold, your house is forsaken. And I tell you, you will not see me until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Of all the cities, Jerusalem should have been the one to welcome this Messiah. You see, Jerusalem is the city waiting for the Messiah to come and save them. And many times, God had sent prophets to her, calling Jerusalem and the nation to repentance. But many times, Jerusalem rejected those prophets. And now God was sending his own son. And Jesus knew that they would reject him also. Perhaps. These are the same words that Jesus pleads to the world today. And we could even name the place or town or city here and and we could listen to Jesus say, Circle, Miles City, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings? And you would not. Jesus' plea also calls us to repent from all the ways that we have forsaken God. He pleads to us to come to his shelter and to his loving embrace as a mother hen gathers her chicks. God is willing to forgive us because his son, Jesus Christ, held fast to his mission. And what was not going to be put off by any threat to his life. Instead, he made that journey to Jerusalem to perish. Not just as a prophet, but to perish as the son of God on the cross. Sadly, we all know people who say no to Jesus and reject his offer of grace, forgiveness, and salvation. Their hearts are hardened. They deny his promises. We see it in our communities, and even in our own families, and even here. 
Whatever the reason that people feel that they don't need Jesus or they don't need the church or they don't need a savior, whatever the reason that Christ is rejected, we know that Jesus stays steadfast in his plea to us. How I long to gather you, but you are not willing. Yet it's for them also that Christ died on the cross. For we know that while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Today, as we hear this plea from Jesus, how I long to gather you, but you were not willing. And we reflect on those who think that they don't need Jesus as their Savior. The conclusion can only be that they are so wrong. You see, there is no hope apart from Christ. He is the one and only Savior God has sent into this world for all people, everywhere. There is no other way of salvation. So dear friends, our mission is also urgent. His mission, the Great Commission, to point our family, our friends to Jesus and his plea to be gathered and partake in the salvation that Jesus has also gifted us. Just as a mother hen shelters her chicks, Jesus, his desire is to gather us under his wings and keep us safe from the evil foe and from the danger of missing out on salvation. May our lives and our house never be left desolate because Christ has been rejected here. May our hearts and our lives always remember, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Because the one who comes in the name of the Lord comes with compassion and salvation. May we always seek to be part of those who are gathered by Jesus. And may we say in unison, blessed is he. Listen to him and may this give you peace. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. May it guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.